In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning we have a couple of things that we're commemorating in the church. Uh, first of all, we're commemorating the 630 Holy Fathers of the Fourth Ecumenical Council in Chalcedon in 451. And that's the icon that is in the back of the church. And I just want to point out, you can look at the icon. Uh, there's all the fathers that are there. And in the, the bottom of the middle of the icon, there are these two guys with demons on their shoulders. And those are the uh, Eutyches and Dioscorus who were the heretics during that council. And it's just kind of an interesting uh, image there to have these demons on the shoulders of the, the heretics uh, during that time. But I'm not going to talk about those fathers today. Uh, today we're also commemorating uh, the feast of the great prince Vladimir of Kiev. Uh, the equal to the apostles, and I think that um, his conversion to Christianity, which is probably a story that most of you know, uh, but it is one that ties in so well with the gospel reading this morning, which tells us to let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. Because Vladimir experienced that. He saw the good works of Christianity, and he was moved, and he became a Christian. So if you don't know the story of St. Vladimir's conversion to Christianity, it's in the primary chronicles, the earliest history of the, the Russian church. Uh, St. Vladimir started off his life as a, as a pagan, and uh, his grandmother was a Christian, Olga, um, who is the patron for some of our folks here. Um, but he was a pagan. And when his father died and he became the ruler, uh, the, at that time uh, the people of Russia were uh, dispersed and there were different people governing. Anna wants to come up here and see me. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> there were all these different uh, rulers and Vladimir was actually able to put them all together. And in looking around, he thought, now all these great civilizations have this religion that they all follow and that unites them together. And he wanted the same thing. So uh, he wanted to find out about all these different world religions, so he sat down at his computer and he Googled. <laughs> of course not. We're talking about the 10th century. So St. Vladimir had to send out all of these different representatives to all of these different places in the world so that he can learn about the different religions. So they came back to Kiev, and these representatives that he had sent out came and explained to him what they saw. And so, uh, and this is all from the Primary Chronicles, so I'm not making any of this up. So the first group came, there were people from the Jewish religion. And they came and they began to tell about their religion, and then they said, that they weren't allowed to have alcohol and they weren't allowed to have pork, and Vladimir said, stop there. <laughs> that doesn't sound like something that Russia can get behind. And so they left. And so the people uh, from the religion of Islam came into the, uh, to see him, and Vladimir heard the, them out, and he said that there was no joy in them. It was all sorrow. And again, this is from the Primary Chronicle, and they stink. And I don't want to have anything to do with that. And so they were put aside. And so then the people from the Western Christianity came uh, and made their presentation, and they said they went into the churches there, and they said that the churches just seemed so gloomy, and there was no joy there either. And so Vladimir didn't accept that either. 
And then finally, the people who had visited Hagia Sophia, the people who had visited this great city of Constantinople, came into the, to see Prince Vladimir, and they said, Your Highness, we don't know everything that was happening there. But let me tell you, we don't know whether we were in heaven or on earth. And this we know, that there God dwells among men. And that was enough for Vladimir. And so he had them tell them all about uh, Orthodox Christianity. He went on to be baptized, and the people of Russia were baptized. And of course, that story goes on a thousand years later today with the Russian church there. But even, even here, because remember, the first Orthodox churches in this country were brought over from that land as well. But Vladimir was converted because the people there in Constantinople were letting their light so shine before men that they saw their good works and gave glory to their Father who is in heaven. So Vladimir was converted. And so that's why we put such a great emphasis on how this room looks and what our worship is like and making sure that it's beautiful and that the best thing that we can do for anyone is to invite them to the church and say, come and see, and there you'll experience God. And I know many of you have had that same experience. I know Clifford has. He told me that the first time he came to the church, he went back home to Dorothy and told her, I've been in heaven, and he's been here ever since. So we have our own St. Vladimir story here in our own community with this community that we all sit in ourselves. But you know, it's not just about the community and the beautiful worship that people need to see so that they can know Christ it is all of us, because that directive to let your light so shine before men was not just given to the church uh, as a whole, but to each of us individually. So ideally, someone looks at our life and they say, you know, I don't know much about this religion thing, but if you're religious, I like that. And that's what we want them to say when they see our actions, when they see the things that we do. And how do we do that? Well, the gospel this morning finishes and says, He who does the commandments of God and teaches men so will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. And so the idea is for us to then follow the commandments. But not just to follow the commandments because we've been told by Father Philip and Father Alex and Father John and Father Basil for years to follow the commandments. Because that might be like the gloom that was presented to uh, St. Vladimir. That might be like the sorrow, even the stench, the stinkiness that was presented to St. Vladimir. But to get to that place where we are presenting a light that people want to know what it is that we have is to follow those commandments genuinely. To follow them genuinely. And to me, there are three steps in that. The first one is to follow the commandments of God because you know it's the right thing to do. So we change our way of thinking instead of saying, I have to do this because I've been told to do it. We say, I'm going to follow these commandments because I know this is the right thing to do. And we change our attitude about it. And so that's the beginning of, of uh, following the commandments genuinely. But even better than that, is following the commandments because we know that they're the right thing to do, and then remembering that we're doing them because God loves us. And so there's a different way that we respond to people when we know that they love us. When somebody that we know loves us to, asks us to do something, 
that they've not let us down, that they're going to ask us to do something that is for our good and we trust that, we're going to do it with a better heart than if we're just yelled at and told to do something, right? And so the step up from that is doing and following the commandments uh, out of a knowledge that God loves us, along with knowing that it is something that is right for us to do. But I think the last one, the one that really is that place where our light so shines before men so that they see our good works and give glory to our Father is in heaven, in heaven, is when we do the commandments of God because we know it's the right thing to do. We do the commandments of God out of a knowledge that God assuredly loves us, but that we do the commandments of God out of our love for God. Because that's when everything is changed. That's when we're able to follow those commandments as joyfully as possible in our genuine appreciation for the commandments of God, out of a love for God, because we want to serve God. And we know what it's like when we love someone, when we want to just do everything we possibly can to make them comfortable and to make them happy. And everybody notices that. And that's where people will look at our faith and say, again, I don't know about this religion business, but if you're religious... I like that. Tell me more about what you do. And that is so possible and so needed in this world. So brothers and sisters, let us follow the commandments of Christ knowing that it's the best thing for us to do. Knowing that God loves us and doing them out of an outpouring and an overflowing of our love for God. And if you can't get to that third one, maybe at least do that second one. And if you're not quite there yet, do it because you know that it's right. Follow the commandments of God. Let your light so shine. And that light will convert a St. Vladimir. And that light will then convert many, many others. will bring others to Christ. It's not up to us to preach a, a sermon all the time, but to simply, genuinely follow the commandments of Christ. Letting our light so shine that people will see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.